0: All right, and welcome to everyone's a critic. I'm your host Johnny Gill with my co-host Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people.
1: Hello oh, man. Uh happy to be back.
0: Man, episode 182. We got a lot to talk about. We got the uh the fall 22 which seems like so so long ago. Um <laughs> season to recap and then we have uh, our winter 2020 winter 2023 uh season uh, to talk about uh, a lot, to talk about with that, uh, a lot of changes, a lot of additions, uh, a lot of things that we're going to be doing uh, this season. So, let's recap uh, the uh, fall season championship game. We had team chosen versus uh, squad one. Squad one was able to get the victory 91 to 80. Uh, for those that were in attendance, we saw a, a very, very close contest until about the last two to three minutes of the game, uh, where squad one was able to impose their will. And ultimately capture their second championship. Uh, Marcus Hall led the way at twenty nine and five. Uh, regular season MVP, probably most would say Finals MVP, and we'll talk about that a little later. Um, just an all in all great game for uh, for Squad One. You had a you had a, a nice game from uh, Et. Nice game from uh, McCormick and Danny. And the supporting cast definitely stepped up and, and, and played a role. I thought um, I thought they just played a complete game. You know, it wasn't a stat game necessarily. Guys just, uh, they made big timely shots. And they were just the more veteran team, it seemed like to me. It seemed like they were ready for the young guys. And they came in ready to play. And uh, they did what they needed to do. Um, and ultimately, for all the ones who doubted them uh, throughout the season, some might say myself, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's why I just, I just called it how I see it. <laughs> you know, I just, just called like I said. But, uh, when, you know, once the playoffs came and they turned up, uh, they looked like the team that uh, everyone expected. And uh, they were able to capture that championship. So, congratulations um, to Squad One on winning and on a, on a fantastic season. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, you
1: definitely doubted them at one point. But, <laughs> but beyond that, though, um, shout out to Team Chosen, too, though, for uh, having a. Amazing season as well. Uh, They kind of had a slow start, and then when they picked it up, they just became uh, a team that nobody wanted to match up with. They were like, you know, impossible matchup for some teams. Uh, So shout out to them. But more than anything, in this game, they could not make three ball. As well as uh, I think they shot three ball throughout the season, Uh, especially Teddy. I mean, he, they struggled, and he struggled mightily in the championship as far as from, uh, from the perimeter. They were able to get a lot of points in the paint, though, uh, which kind of was their saving grace for the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. But they could not, could not, could not, could not make a shot from the outside. And, I mean, that was difference. And what ends up happening is with a team full of veterans who are good, and you can't, because, um, like I say, you're going to, they're gonna beat you on the inside with Danny and Et and all those guys on Squad One. They're gonna outscore you on the inside. Only way you kind of negate that is with the three ball, you mm-hmm. know. And when they did not able to made the three ball, Jalen went for five from three, I think. Uh, it just became a very tall task to beat them. And then, like I say, I think Et only shot like ten or eleven shots. He made what like made like eight of them, nine of them. Yeah, you know, it, it's just it's just a very very difficult team to beat uh when you can't make threes against them so uh shout out to them for having an amazing season and look they figured out that puzzle you i think people forget just well a couple of weeks before that team chosen beat them yeah you know team chosen beat them and so for them to kind of play say, in a grudge match play them again in the finals and not to mention Team Chosen also, that was the last team that actually knocked them out of the playoffs, remember? Yep. Uh, they beat them in the spring season of 2022. Uh, after they kind of went on their way where squad one beating the hell out of everybody and played Team Chosen in the uh, playoffs and lost. Mm. And that was their only loss during that season. So Team Chosen had actually beat them the last two times they played them. Um, so this kind of game meant something that we didn't really discuss but it meant something to squad one, I believe. And um, squad one took care of business. They came out, did they had to do it. And like I said, last four minutes of the game, they just kind of broke away from
0: them. Mm. Um, you know, thinking about it, I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about uh, Team Chosen, where do they go from here? Um, you know, squad one, do they retool? Uh, do they come back with the same team? Uh, A lot of questions uh, that that need to be answered, and I think a lot of those answers are going to be solved very, very soon. But um, shout out to to Squad 1 on a fantastic season yet again. Uh, Let's move on to our next topic. All right, so let's talk about uh, winter season. We got a lot of changes. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of changes. We got some changes that are going to be made, uh, some good things, probably some things that are going to be like, okay, yeah, you know, I was wondering about that. You know, just a lot of questions that guys have. And, you know, Sean, we're always forward thinkers. We're always trying to improve the league. We're always trying not to be, you know, predictable league. Oh, they do the same things. We're always trying to make the league a great experience for everybody. And, you know, a lot of our guys are spoiled, which is a good thing. That means that we're doing a good job. Uh, So here's what's going to be new for winter uh 2023 for the finals uh we will be giving out finals mvp awards the names will obviously will not be engraved because we don't know who's going to win finals mvp we just don't know so um that award will be voted on by me sean Verge, really just the Ozma hoop staff um we'll do a majority vote it doesn't have to be unanimous And uh, that award will be presented uh, during the postgame interview. So I know you guys will be excited about that. Also, GM of the season. Uh, That award will be given uh, along with the other awards. uh, We're we're bringing back uh, Most Improved. Remember, we alternate with Most Improved and Sixth Man every season. So Most Improved uh, will be a possible award given out. Obviously, it's only going to be eligible to uh, returning players. Uh, We're going to base it off of your last season compared to this season. And last but not least, uh, something that crossed my mind, I didn't think about it. Uh, Every time the NBA implements a new rule, since we're a pro-am league, we will implement that rule as well. So the last thing that we're going to do is the take file rule. So for you guys that like to do those take files and stop fast breaks, just know when you do that, it will be a technical file. Not to to the player, but to the team. So it will be one shot and the ball. So if you're thinking about doing a take foul on the fast break to stop the fast break, you're going to not only uh are you going to you're going to stop a fast break. Yes, but you're you're going to possibly give up a four-point play. Because team can make the free throw, they can get the ball in, hit a three. So it's really not worth it. Just get back on defense. Sha, so what do you think about the additions? Yes. And uh
1: and we are still going to have the rules like for so for, for new players and teams but we do have some new players and teams that are playing this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a uh, instant replay rule, uh, where the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, uh, you if you have a timeout, you can challenge a call. Uh, and, and granted, the calls that can be challenged are usually out of bounds uh, calls, uh, fouls, uh, and, and like I say, it, we have a rule book so if you look at the program rule book, because I, I, I'm not going to be able to think of off the top of my head right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but the things that can be challenged will be challenged, uh, just like an NBA. Uh, but mainly, though know, the stuff that's usually challenged,
0: so it's going to be out of bounds, inbounds, for a foul call usually. Mm-hmm. Um, How much time is left on the clock during that? Um, they can look so at all time. that stuff. These are all things that the referees
1: have to review mm-hmm. when they go uh, and look at these things. And the rule is that, like an NBA, Both teams have to go to their bench. Mm -hmm. They cannot be hovering around the uh, replay section area. Uh, The referees uh, will replay it. And obviously, if it's a close call, it it has to be, it can be debatable. All right. It has to be either you did or you didn't. If it's kind of debatable, like uh, it's inconclusive, then the call will not change. Uh, So, again, it has to be. um conclusive. It, it can't be maybe, maybe, maybe not. It kinda looks like you did. No, either you did or you didn't. And if they can't tell if you did or didn't, then the call does not change. Oh, was
0: what was it? One for five last season? Yeah. One yeah. successful challenge out of five. And then the season before that it was six out of seven. Yeah. So the challenge so, the challenge. if if you if you if you do have a smart challenge, you can win it.
1: Yeah. So, what tells you, if it was 6 out of 7 the year
0: before and it was 1 out of 5 this past season... A lot of dumb was, challenges.
1: Basically, you have a 50 chance of getting it right or wrong.
0: It was a lot of dumb challenges, too.
1: Well, yeah, and that, that kind of goes with it, too. Like, you people, yeah, don't challenge for the sake of challenging just because you're upset or you're emotional. Because that's what happens a lot of times, too. You're mad, you're losing or something. So, you just be like, I want to get one of you challenge. And then
0: just... And then something happens where you need the challenge and you don't have yeah, any And you don't have it now because you got pissed off when when you
1: try to use the But again, it has to be between the last two minutes of the game though. Of just the fourth quarter. Yeah. Not for the whole game. Uh and you only get one. So
0: for use, those new use guys, wise,
1: uh, we, we have real program rules. You know what I'm saying? We we don't do NBA three point line, no college line. So hopefully these aren't questions that anybody has to ask me has have referees on Wednesday when we get ready to play. You know they
0: are. So. You know they are. And <laughs> it's not going to be the new guys. It's going to be guys that have been playing for ten years. It's going to be those guys. <laughs> right. Those will be the ones. But uh, what do, so, what do you think about the, um, the 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 take file rule? I like it.
1: Absolutely, because I think I mean basketballs made to be fast. Yes. Um, so you know, I, I think it just slows the game down and makes it less entertaining and less fun. When you do that, I don't, I'm not saying it's not smart. Um, it, it is smart per se, but but it kind of it, it takes away. You know, you a guy uh, breaking down, then you foul grabbing in in half court to stop the fast break. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that that's you know, I, I don't. I, I, I look basketballs made to be fast. It's made made to play be athletic. It's made to play uh, be played above the rim. So. Let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Let's kind of keep the game going. Let's keep ahead. Have the, the game should have flow, all yeah. right. And more than anything else, a lot of times it's smart. A lot of times, but sometimes it's just lazy. Like you don't want to run back on defense, so you do something
0: like that. Now, my question is: Does Ray let everybody know before the game? Uh, or are like they gonna kind of are they gonna kind of learn on the fly?
1: About that, so I'll let you guys know as well too. But uh,
0: if he needs to, if I'm not sure, I guess I'll ask the guys. They need a reminder, but um, somebody's going to still do it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And so again, let, let's let's we'll have a discussion about that. Uh, and I, if, if Ray doesn't do it, I'll definitely do it. Probably at the beginning of the game. But like, hey, look, take fa- take foul rules are in play. So again, don't do the little silly. Cause you know what's funny about the take foul rule too? What's that? <laughs> you know, it's like time Somebody takes a foul, they raise their hand too.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know it was you. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's, a, it's, it's like funny. It's almost like you send it to the ref, like, yeah, I did it. But it, it's still, it's just like funny just to see somebody do that. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you see somebody grasp my half court, yeah, then we clearly know you fouled. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, anyway. Like, like, everybody
0: does it. But. Oh, man. Um, now, the GM Award. I think that's a cool one. Um, I, there's been a lot of great, uh, you know, general managers uh and ultimate hoops i know um some legendary ones uh i think squeeze uh sorry not squeeze squeeze Sw- is a great um he's a great gm uh bishop from uh the sugarland league he was always a good one um uh, Trav is a good gm you know we got some great gms man so it's gonna be um it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting on uh you know who wins that award this season
1: absolutely i I mean, it's it has been a long time coming we probably sh- should have been put this award out there mm-hmm. for a while now because uh, I kind of they've given people a, a de facto gene over the year anyway like on the podcast and stuff yeah so i I've always kind of said it but it it, it deserves a, a award because uh I mean I mean it, it's not easy putting teams together
0: yeah I agree. It's not easy
1: for me to put teams together you know what I am saying as the guy who kind of Runs the league, so I know for you guys, just collecting money from guys and and putting the right parts with the right people. Um, and it's one thing about building talent, having talent, but if you ever notice, like the most talented team doesn't always win the ultimate hoops uh, championship, that's true. Really, you know what I'm saying? It's usually the guys who play the best together, yep. You most chemistry, like team chosen when they won a championship, they won the most talented team, you know what I'm saying. Did they, but they played well together, and they had a scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, even when Kings of North had won, uh, in some, summer, in the, in the, when they won, the some, they weren't the most talented team. You know, what I'm saying I didn't feel like they were, they have talent, but I don't feel like they were the most talented team. But again, who they, they beat again?
0: Somebody, who, who they beat? Yeah, oh, was it was it free?
1: Yeah, it was free. But free was missing somebody. though. I can't remember who was there. They were missing, they were missing, somebody, missing
0: two pros. Right? They had Zoe and somebody else.
1: Yeah, they did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> guys that needed to be there. <laughs> guys that like, you asked me to be there. <laughs> I can't remember the other yeah. guy. The other guy was good, too. He was a pro. But he, I think he only wow. played like three games, though.
1: Oh, yeah. They had yeah,
0: pretty much missing, like, three was, it, was it Jordan? Yeah, Jordan was the other was guy. Jordan, in, They're missing. Uh, Zoe. Katie Mays. And they're yep. missing
1: Zoe. Yeah, that's three guys.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's three important guys. <laughs> three, probably the three best guys on the team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, it's tough. so i mean yeah you missed that with that firepower but again i mean no knock on kings of the north they did. They have to the win still yeah uh but but yeah with all that being said like um so get back to the gm of the year award like i said important award just because some fact you got to put the right players with the right group of guys to kind of make you all work um and like i said the most talented team doesn't always win those hoops or a championship. Yeah. Um, and even like with um even though they might have been the most talented they won the most talent, they were close to the most talented team. Last year's champion in squad won, I mean, those guys play well together. Yeah. You know, even with the
0: talent. True. Even with the talent. They they put all that aside and play a team team game.
1: Right. Yeah. They don't just you know how a guy that's... you know what I'm saying, just just doing it all by himself. So, you know, an ego's easy get the way. You got you got Uh, elson turner and mark tall and are on the same team (laughs) like that don't mean they're going to share the ball with each other yeah you know what i'm saying so like usually the best team wins uh and not just like the team the best talent per se Mm -hmm. so so yeah so i mean those are i think those are great awards
0: to add to the list all right let's move on to our next topic All right, time for our power rankings. Um, preseason power rankings. So, you know, we got to kind of decipher the teams and, you know, look at what we have. Uh, and again, y'all, this is really no judgment. I base this off of respect for the teams that, um, that came, that, you know, that that returned, uh, you know, obviously the champ, you got to put them at number one. Uh, I base it off of just looking at the raw rosters and, uh, you know, just kind of what I know. So, you know, the, the number 16 could end up being the number one team after week one. We just never know. Um, but I'm going to start at the top. I'm going to go top to bottom. Obviously, I have squad one, uh, number one. They're the defending champs. Um, so the defending champs are always going to give my respect. I don't care who they bring out there. Until the champs are dethroned, I have to give them that respect. Or at least for week one. <laughs> okay, so at least at least for week one. So uh, I got squad one and number one. Number two, I'm going with the Bullets. I think the Bullets uh, on paper look like a very, very tough out. You got Sweat. You got Chris Taylor. You got Larry. You got Alex coming from Jarvis. Uh, again, congratulations to him uh, getting his degree, having a great season over there. Um, you got Iso Johnny. You got Shannon finally coming back. Shannon always ends up being on the Bullets roster. And then you have, surprise, surprise, Andrew Gonzalez. Uh, adding into the mix. On paper, this looks like a very, very tough out. Um, they're going to be tough to deal with. Uh, but I like that team. I think I'm going to put them on at number two, only be out of respect for, for squad one. Uh, they still got to put it together. The Bullets have been cursed for years. Um, but it looks like they're tired of that and they're going to try to load up. I think the last time the Bullets had a great team, they, I think they lost to, uh, to squad one, right? Yeah. So this team's a little different though, <laughs> right. so uh right. I, I like this team, so I'm gonna put them at number two uh number three i'm gonna go with this is hard looking at these teams this is this is very very difficult I'm gonna go with Baybrook boys. I like the team that Baybrook boys uh put together um I think they have a a very, very tough team now again, I don't know I know they're used to playing different different rules, you know they play halves over there they play college three you know it's gonna it's gonna be a little a little adjustment uh when they come over here to play the pro emeralds play the pro style We don't play the zone you gotta man up you gotta guard a lot of these pros i know they have a lot of talent uh coming from baybrook looking at the roster it looks like they they put together a pretty good team uh they definitely didn't bring their their b team they brought their a team down and i respect that uh i'm gonna put them at three uh number four i'm gonna go with my team three and d um I think we we have a nice team uh, on paper. Again, uh, we're going to have to go out and prove it. Uh, But I I like my team, though. Uh, You got Mike returning, AD returning. We added Zoe to the mix. Um, I like uh, what we have. I like our nucleus. Uh, Number five, I'm going to go with Boot Gang. Um, I think Boot Gang has a solid team. They got some new guys on there. uh, But all in all, I think they have a pretty, really good team. And then the new franchise, Straight Hooping, Guys, I'm putting y'all number six. I don't know y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who y'all are. I know Shannon, uh, I know Shane. I don't know the new guys, so uh, you guys are basically gonna have to come out, make a name for yourself, pretty much. Uh, but that's my, um, that's my, uh, that's my power rankings.
1: Uh, I'm not far off from that. I'm probably be very something very similar. I'm gonna go straight hooping at six. I'm going go a different order than
0: you did. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm also going go straight hooping at six. I just don't know enough about uh, the talent to put them in the top two or three. Uh, so i am put them at six. Uh, but that's no disrespect to y'all.
0: Right.
1: Let me see what y'all do first. And y'all have a, a favorable match. Well, <laughs> y'all, have a, y'all, y'all playing squad one first. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're going to find out real quick what they made up. We're going to find out real quick. Really <laughs> all, all so, go, y'all go get squad one first. So if y'all get through that, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I put them at number one.
1: <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all definitely be in the top two. Top two or three. Uh, but so uh, we'll, we'll see. But I might put them at six. Uh, I'm going to go Boot Gang at five. Um, I like the talent on Boot Gang, but I haven't seen that talent play together. Yet. Right. So uh, this is not the regular Boot Gang squad that we've been accustomed to seeing. It's going to look a lot different. Um, so. Just kind of seeing that talent together will kind of give me an idea of what they will be going for. So they'll be a five. Uh four. I'm going to say uh, Labor Boys. Uh, like I said, they definitely brought their A-team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they're going they to have to make a, that adjustment first, though. They got to make that adjustment to, like uh, – the rules and, you know, playing four quarters and mm-hmm. and um, the extended three-point line and, just, you know, just the, But I think overall they're going to be fine. But yeah. I'm going to just start this week, though. I'm going to put them at four because mm-hmm. the talent is, is there. Uh, just like I say, just, just the adjustment. I'm giving them a week or two to make an adjustment. So I'm going to put them at four. Uh, at three, I'm going to go to Bullets at three, actually. Oh. Um, I mean... They've been playing so long together, so realistically, they could be one or two as well. Uh, so I probably shouldn't put them at three. I'm going to put them at three because uh, I, it's, a, it's still going to be a wait and see for them. Like, think about the Bullets. I, I, I won't be surprised they do what they always do. So they're going to start fast. Three and zero. Three and Four and And then, you know, hit that midway of the season, and then they just kind of go through a drought. Um you know, and they pick it up in the playoffs, usually. Uh, but, again, I I, I just, I'm going to be a hard Bullets critic this season because I need them to get over the hump. Right. Uh, and, and so they have, and they've made some changes that definitely should help them get over the hump. Uh, they, they made some uh, some great additions. So, but I, I need them to get over the hump. So I'm going to be a Bullets critic this season because I need to see them actually get over that hump. Uh, two. I'm going to actually go with you guys. Uh,
0: and th- this is crazy because y'all were the worst team last season. <laughs> you only won one game.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm so say y'all going to go from worst to worst. Uh But no, uh, I'm going to put y'all at two. Y'all have some, some, definitely have some talent. Uh, you definitely have some guys who go fly. But y'all, be, with your shooting, you got to be playing half court too. Um, so uh, y'all got some shot creators. Uh, and y'all have a nice mix of veterans that'll be on the team. So mm-hmm. I'm actually going with you guys at two with 3D. Uh, you know, and not brand new, you know. I, and I guess y'all aren't brand new anyway because you're no longer a brand new team. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> so 3D, we go team 3D. There'll be a two and uh, a number one. I mean, can you not put the champs at number one? You got uh, to. to. Start the season at least. Like I said, they have a nice... Uh, they have a nice... <laughs> battle to start the season off against, you know, straight hooping. And, you know, Shane told me straight hooping. He's straight hooping. So, you know, it'll be a nice battle. But as of now, they're the Kings, and
0: they'll stay in that spot for the time being. All right. Let's move on to our predictions. Uh, We don't have to, you know, transition uh, into the segment. Let's just go straight into it. So the 7 o'clock game, uh, we're going to start this thing off. 7 o'clock game. What do we have? Squad one versus straight hooping. We just talked about this. Um, <laughs> I got squad one winning the game just out of respect. I'm going <laughs> to say they win. I'm going to say they win handily. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they win 102 to 90. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going
1: to go squad one, Uh, 95. 88 uh you know so we just don't know enough about straight who here uh so how can I pick the over the defending champ yeah so I'm going to
0: 95 88 we give them that respect though I'm gonna say they score 90 points for game that's pretty good yeah
1: I mean it's damn good
0: yeah all right boot gang versus three and d uh, I'm gonna pick my team to win this game uh I'm gonna say we win I think it's gonna be a high scoring affair I'll say 101 97.
1: Oh nice. Okay. Uh yeah. I I don't know if it's gonna be high scoring. No, well, it might be. So, I am gonna go I'ma go eighty eight, eighty four, uh three D. Uh you guys I mean y'all be talented, so i mean, yeah, I'm definitely just and I, I think boot game will do enough to kinda keep you competitive. But yeah, I'm going three and D, eighty eight, eighty four.
0: Okay, in the final game, the 9 o'clock Bullets versus Baybrook Boys. Um, I like this matchup. It's a really good one. I'm going to say this is also going to be high scoring. I'll say it's uh, 110 104 uh, Bullets. Jeez. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. And you, you win Bullets, right?
0: Yeah, Bullets. Uh, this is the one we're going to disagree on. I'm going to have Baybrook Boys making their debut. And actually, I tell you, I'm going to be a tough bullet critic. I was going to say, you. yeah, you started off tough, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, t- I need to see them go ahead and get over the hump, man. Uh,
1: and this is out of love. Yeah, But uh, they're going to take that L on Wednesday to the Baybrook boys. Uh, I'm
0: going to go 93 to 90, Baybrook. Mm. Okay. All right, let's move on to our... Final, to- final topic? Yes, final topic of the night. All right, time for our final topic of the night. Now we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a season off from in the news. Oh, we do this every now and then. Uh, we're gonna go back to our movie reviews. Uh, this was also a fan favorite. A lot of guys liked the movie reviews that we did uh, for basketball. Now this time we're gonna do the whole season and we're gonna do football movies. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to choose from. Um, but today we're going to start it off with a classic, uh, Any Given Sunday. Now, uh, Any Given Sunday, one of my favorite uh, football movies. I, really, I like almost all the football movies. really not a whole lot that I didn't like. So this is going to be a fun uh, topic that we talk about uh, each week. But um, you got Al Pacino, you got uh, LL Cool J, Jamie Foxx, Bill Bellamy, um... Uh, Cameron Diaz you got a lot of people in this movie man um I, I don't want to leave out any names uh Lawrence Lawrence Taylor um you know yeah. just so many guys uh and T.O. And T-O was T-O. in there just they, they they picked a lot of football guys they made sure and the thing I like about this movie is they they kind of they kind of give a lot of uh, football roots attached to it like Jamie Foxx um you know when he came in they had him uh you know, they made they made sure they mentioned that he was from Texas. He would not, you know, he probably wouldn't even took the role of them like, yeah, I want you to be a quarterback from New York City or Iowa or something like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm from Terrell, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Dallas, Texas. They had to make sure that they threw that in there, that caveat in there for, for Jamie Foxx, uh, and he thrived in that movie. Um, I would say Al Pacino's been in a lot of great movies. But this is the one that resonates with me the most. uh. That and Dick Tracy, uh, Dick Tracy. That was part of my childhood. But uh, this one, <laughs> this one in particular. I'm sorry, I, I you know, coaches have um, you know, they have a lot of great motivational speeches. But this one uh, was a classic. Um, when he had those guys in that locker room, um, you know, getting them ready for that game. That's probably top top three greatest coaches' speeches. Uh, along with uh, Danny O'Shea from Little Giants, another movie that we'll talk about <laughs> later <laughs> to get to get the guys going. Uh, but I absolutely love the movie. And, you know, Bill Bellamy, I, did you ever listen to that episode of Drink, Drink Champs with uh,
1: Bill Bellamy? Yeah, he has quite a few stories about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, wasn't he drunk now? Like, he was super drunk in that one. Yeah, between him talking about uh,
0: LL and... Uh, and Jamie? And Jamie's fight. Yep. To, uh, to Jim Brown getting slammed by the young dude. <laughs> Jim Brown, yeah. I saw the dude that was in the movie. I forgot about Jim Brown. <laughs> yeah, Jim Brown's in the movie too. That's another one. I keep forgetting about Jim Brown. He sure was. But yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Bellamy spilled a lot of tea, man. Um, that was hilarious. Um, I, I loved him telling that, you know, uh, those stories because, you know, man, there's so many interviews that are coming out now about stuff that happened that nobody knew about. It's like they've been holding on for it forever. Um, so it, it was good to see, but, uh, yeah, man, so what was your, uh, let's talk about our top three favorite moments, uh, in the movie. I'm gonna let you go first. Who were your top three favorite, uh, parts in the movie? Uh,
1: probably the, the steaming Willie Beeman commercial. Yep. Uh, the, I can't remember, it was the game where, uh. I remember mean, the LL Cool J shut him down, was going, playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, and he was first kind of, uh, Willie really first kind of got in after he threw up. And then probably, <laughs> man, it's so many. I don't want to just pick 30.
0: Yeah, it's uh, tough. It's tough.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, even Lawrence Taylor, like, uh, couldn't, uh, James Cornham.
0: Cornham, dog. No, that was one of my. <laughs> I cannot get that image out of my head, man, from that movie. <laughs> uh,
1: but even the last game, when uh, after the Albertino uh you know, uh, speech, the um, just seeing kind of Cap guy out there. Yeah. Another great actor. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Dennis. Uh, Dennis. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Den- Dennis Quaid. Another great actor that we didn't mention you uh, kind of remind did. me like
0: of a mark brunell type of quarterback
1: right and you know what to me and i've got to before, before i go on a complete range for you to go to me it's the best well it's the most realistic football story yep. to me like there's been other football movies uh but it's instead they're kind of more like fairytale type stories like this has been like it's it, the whole situation with Willie Beeman and Cap, their relationship. Yep. Uh, Cap coming in and playing that last game. Then, you know what I'm saying, him having realized the Young Buck could probably be the best option right there at the end. Like, you know, yep. uh, what's they playing for contracts? They had incentives and in contracts. Yep. Uh, and that's why some of these guys out there playing, they talked about steroids. They talked about
0: guys uh, being injured, having to play with injuries. Yep. It was like the most realistic they touched on a lot of points. They touched on a lot of points that, that go on in the NFL. That's, I really like that. I mean, you know, you can't you can't say that he played for the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, that's what he was playing for. But, you know, right. they ain't trying to pay that money. So, <laughs> right. I get it. But Even uh,
1: you know, with the corrupt uh, um, uh, trainer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I can imagine the type of stuff that happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get guys on the field. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Just like just i think it was just a great story uh in general like and i don't think it really kind of gets the from from diehards just fans in general it does it's kind of um it kind of has that that thing though it's not like an all-time great movie that like people won't give give it credit for yeah uh but i definitely think that it has a uh a following uh, kind of a cult following that it deserves to have because it it's like a really good movie
0: it is it really and it was deserves, and it was it, it, was, a, it, it wasn't was a good. short movie either it was pretty long <laughs> Movie was like two and a half hours. It was a good movie, and it didn't seem like two and a half hours.
1: No, like I enjoyed all two and a half hours.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, my top three. Man, it, like you said, it's very difficult. I'm gonna definitely go with LL Cool J fight uh, with JB Fox. Yeah. That's one of them for sure. Um, number two, when they when <laughs> when Al Pacino pushed the uh, pushed the trainer in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> He right? He did. He did. But that was messed up, though. It was. And uh, at number three, definitely uh, when he cut when he cut Jamie's car half, man, I was just like, dog. <laughs> 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 and then, what Jamie gonna do, man? That's Lawrence Taylor. What you gonna <laughs> do? What you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> you got beat up by <laughs> <life>. you <laughs> What you think? What you think Lawrence gonna do? <laughs> But no man Great movie um, Again Al Pacino He was acting his ass off I thought Jamie did great uh, Bill Bellamy didn't have A whole lot of parts But I, I feel like He just observed everything Because obviously he rem- His his memory is great Because he Because he remembered Everything that went on But he, like I said He didn't have a whole lot Of lines in that movie And that was T.O.'s I think that might have been T.O.'s first movie he was in Yeah
1: Yeah it was And I think that was fairly young T O too. That's like a forty nine TO that was like when Jerry Rice first left. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? So but you know, now think about it, they
0: also had like some other act like they had uh, Layla Rashawn was in the movie. Yep, sure was. Uh, this
1: was when, like
0: That was Jamie's girl, right?
1: Layla yeah, that was like Jamie's girl. Yeah. She was and then fine they had, too. um going back to my childhood, State by the Bell, Elizabeth Berkeley was in the movie. Yeah that was like one of uh Al Pacino's, uh uh Side
0: pieces, I guess. The one he the one the one he <laughs> met at the bar? Yeah, the
1: young one the young one at the
0: bar. That was actually Jesse from uh, Saved by the Bell. It sure was. Oh my gosh, Jesse was fun, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: forgot about Jesse. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh that was a great movie, man. I could I could definitely watch again. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen it in a long time, it's worth it. Uh watch it again. You'll probably see some that movie's so long, you'll probably see some stuff that you didn't see the first time or you don't remember seeing. Uh but definitely, definitely um uh, check that out. So after week one, we're going to be recapping on our next podcast. We're going to recap Little Giants. I'm actually going to watch that movie again. I can watch that movie every time it comes on. I want to break down film this time. I want to see exactly what the hell uh, Ed O'Neill was thinking in the second half and why uh, Spike was held to uh, – he was probably held to like 27 yards rushing in the second half. I just, I just I don't know what happened. I'm break, I need to break down film. I need to see what happened, man. So –
1: what's
0: wrong with you man <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out man but that was also one of the greatest comebacks of all time for sure Yeah,
1: it was it's no way in real life either that that the ice box is standing up spike
0: at the nah, absolutely not absolutely not. <laughs> that'll never happen and
1: hey, you know what
0: hey listen to that movie though they were talking about um uh, they were talking about spikes 40 time it was like he runs a um I think they said like a five, eight, and a four? I'm like, that's slow as hell. <laughs> I mean, like, Why are y'all talking like that's fast?
1: <laughs> I mean, he's putting the ten, eleven. That's slow. Was, I don't
0: know. I can't remember what time they said. That time was slow as hell, though. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dog. Don't be saying that like you all proud of that. <laughs> like he can bitch press his body weight i'm like what is he 85 pounds like what what are we we talking about i just be listening to stuff i'm like man really like they really like hyping this dude up. like but i mean obviously he was he was super talented but and we'll talk about the tryout too because i'm gonna touch on a on a greater point about that you know what i'm you know what i'm getting at sean i already know where you're going (laughs) exactly oh we're gonna talk about that all right but um episode 182 in the books um Great show, Sean. Now we got uh week one coming up Wednesday. You guys come ready to go. Um Sean, be real with you. Uh I might not play uh we are we playing we playing boot gang? No,
1: yeah, I'm
0: playing uh not y'all playing boot gang. Oh no, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I got you know me and Boot Gang, we we go way back. I was gonna say I might I might sit uh I might sit this one out um for uh for boot gang. I had a couple of injuries. I'm not gonna disclose what they are. Uh, I'm feeling like about 90%. I'm not 100%, but I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a go. Okay. Okay, man. man. I I ain't got to carry the team. Look at the team. The team's good. So (laughs) I'm just just saying. But, uh, yeah, episode 182 in the books, live via cell phone. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We're out.